Hey everybody, this is Justin and you're listening to JRP Daily, my daily podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you guys about Shark Tank and what I think of it. So without further ado... Alright guys, so we're talking about Shark Tank today. I'm going to get into the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the show, what you know of it, stuff like that. First of all, I want to start out by saying that I just watched a video, like, I've watched like seven times now, but yesterday I talked about entrepreneurs, one of the entrepreneurs I talked about with Alex Becker, he did a video on his YouTube channel about Shark Tank, and I'm taking a lot of the information that he said in that video, and I'm putting it in this podcast right now, so you just so I'm not you know, taking any credit away from him, go watch his video. It's really cool. It explains things a lot better. And he has more experience than I do. So maybe he's even more credible of a source, something like that. Anyway, I'm going to tell you, and I, and I think he's right. That's why I'm not, I'm not just like trying to uh, parrot him or echo him here. I, I really think he's right. And I really think so, that some more people need to hear this. So whatever, whatever it's worth, then here you go. So Shark Tank, here's the, uh, the simple way of putting what I think about Shark Tank. I think it is very entertaining. I watch Shark Tank all the time. I still watch Shark Tank all the time. Um, it's a good show. It's it's fun to watch. You you can learn things about business from watching it, but arguably not learn things about how to run a business well. So or how to be an entrepreneur, which is ironic because that's what the whole show is supposedly supposed to be about, is in helping and inspiring entrepreneurs. But in a way, it might not be. And I'll I'll talk about that through throughout the rest of this throughout the rest of this episode. So um there are a couple of points that Alex hit on in his video and I'm going to I'm going to kind of touch on the same points and put my own little spin on them here. So Shark Tank Here's the bottom line of this. I think after watching this video and I completely agree with Alex, Shark Tank is good for entertainment. It's a good TV show. I'm not going to try to tell you to stop watching it. Because it's very fun to watch. I have not stopped watching it because I found out bad things about it, but what I would, if anything, encourage you to do is to really evaluate your situation. If you are an entrepreneur or an inventor or anything like that, like really evaluate before you decide to go on Shark Tank. Don't think, don't think the Shark Tank is just like the magical way to start your business or it's going to give you some huge boost in business because it's really, it's, it's doing the opposite. That's what it's doing. If anything, it's probably pulling your business back. I do not think it is necessary for anybody to go on Shark Tank in order to be a successful entrepreneur or just anything like that. I really don't think it is. Um, you probably already know this, but maybe you don't know why, but Shark Tank was made for the benefit of the sharks. It was not made for the benefit of the entrepreneurs. If it was, they wouldn't have done it. That's that's just the cold hard truth about it. You know, the house always wins type of deal. This is this is for the investors to get rich, which is funny how much we complain nowadays that the that the rich are always getting richer and we have shows like this out on the air that that just pretty much put right in front of you exactly why that's happening and exactly how that's happening and why it's going to keep happening because it just it just makes sense. It really does. It only makes sense. So, uh, let's let's get into the first point here. My first point that um that Alex brought up in his video um of Shark Tank and why it's a bad thing is a low chance huge risk or high chance low risk. Okay. So, uses a really great analogy. He uh, he says to imagine I, I don't know if I should get into the island thing. Maybe I shouldn't. But basically what Shark Tank is doing is that they're telling you there's there's one solid way that you're going to get into business, and that is is very based on you just kind of taking this huge leap um, 
into into business and just putting putting everything on the line and trying to start your business and kind of hoping it works. And just let me tell you or let Alex Becker tell you that is wrong. Okay, that that's not how that works. Okay, you can you can very well start out small businesses and you know kind of start and also nothing is stopping you from starting multiple businesses. So um yeah, do that. Start start with small businesses. Start start a very small like low risk business to start and do all your learning while you're in these small low risk businesses. Don't just don't just come up with a with a really cool product and then you know go on Shark Tank and go massively into debt and then just kind of hope it works. That's that's not a smart thing to do. Instead, start like find something that's you know find something that you can do that somebody else has already done before. Start doing it. Start making money, and then when you start having money come in, you'll have money to fund the rest of your businesses. I don't know why that's a hard concept to understand. Another thing is that your first business, I hate to break it to you, but your first business is probably not going to be your most successful one. It's probably not even going to be successful. Your first, your first business is probably going to fail. You're going to learn a lot of stuff. You know, all that all that good entrepreneurial pep talk stuff that you can hear elsewhere in a different episode of this because I'm not going to get into it right now. But your first business is going to be the one that fails because that's when you're learning. Okay, so don't don't put everything on the line to start your first business. That's just that's that's not a good idea okay don't do that it's a very bad idea the the first business is going to be the one where you screw up and the one where you fail and the one where you just it's just going to be a train wreck i promise you my first business already already went through it lasted like two months and i got absolutely nowhere i just kept spending my money and i was like wow i have to stop this so just it it's it's a bad one it's a learning experience so if you think you have a million dollar idea save your million dollar idea until you know what you're doing and then maybe it'll be a billion dollar idea you never know so low chance huge risk versus high chance low risk take the low risk you get a higher chance of succeeding that's the other thing too i'm not saying your first business absolutely has to fail you should be trying to make your first business successful obviously just don't be surprised if it isn't that's the only way i can put that so let me, I'm, I'm just going to get into the island analogy. I love it so much. What he says in this video is that picture that you're on an island, right? You're on an island. This is hard to do. I'm like talking with my hands and it's not working, but you're on an island. Okay. And like straight across the way, you see this other island. It's like the Magic Paradise Island over there. And all that's separating you from Magic Paradise Island is these just like shark infested waters, right? And what Shark Tank wants you to do is jump off your island, get into the waters, and swim through the shark-infested water straight over to the big, magical, glorious island of, you know, being a millionaire or billionaire or whatever it is that you're trying to be. Okay, that's that's what Shark Tank is promoting. But he says there's also another way to get to that island. Pretend that in like kind of like a semicircle around you, there are other smaller islands. So you could just you could go from your island, you can hop onto the next island, onto the next island, onto the next island, and just go over that way and not actually get in the water. Of with with all the sharks and not take as much risk it'll take you a little bit longer it won't it might not be as fun but um it'll get you there there's a much higher chance of you making it and everything will be better that way that's that's clearly the obvious decision to make okay so now that i got that out of the way that that goes back into the first point the second point shark tank promotes the philosophy of well it, it doesn't promote it just entrepreneurs on the show do this. They like to focus on their ideas and their inventions instead of focusing on sales. Now, this does drive me much. The mutts. This does drive me nuts. And 
it it, it, it it even drives the sharks nuts, which is completely funny that I'm complaining about Shark Tank because this happens because it it, it drives them nuts as much as it does any of any of us. But people love to let me let me put it this way: ideas don't make money; sales make money, right? So if you have if you have the best idea in the world, the the absolute best idea in the world, and you don't know how to sell, your idea is worthless. It, it is literally worthless if you can't sell it to someone. So, but on the complete flip side of that, if you have the least original idea in the world and you, you, you know, you start selling bread, but you know how to sell the crap out of bread, which has been around forever, you're going to make a lot more money than the guy that has the best idea in the world and doesn't know how to sell. That's just the way it works. Okay. Your idea is not going to make you a millionaire. If you have the million dollar idea shouldn't be a thing. Like that shouldn't be a phrase that we use in everyday life because everybody has a million dollar idea. It's just that the, the select few of them know how to actually turn it in to a million dollars. So there's that. Um, so yeah, people, people get too wrapped up in focusing on the, on the ideas instead of the sales. And the other thing with focusing on the sales is that this, this is the problem with the, the biggest problem. I think like underlying, if I had to sum it up into one problem with Shark Tank is that they're asking entrepreneurs to take on investors, right. And put their company in debt in order for someone to come and like help them get their business off the ground, obviously. So they're giving away a ton of their company for a bunch of money because that's, that's how investing works. And it's like, if you can, if you can sell something, you can start a very simple business doing something very simple and you can just, you can just start it and then you can start selling and you can start getting some cash flow. Okay. You can start getting some cash into your business and then you can use that cash. You know, you can reinvest that into the business and then you start getting more cash and kind of kind of build upwards from there. And then once you have cash flow going, you can just fund your own million dollar idea business. So if, even if you have a million dollar idea, like don't get started down the right away. Start a small business where you can start getting cash flow and then grow it a little bit and then grow it a little bit. And then keep just just keep doing that until you have the money to fund your million dollar idea. And then when you have the money to fund your million dollar idea business, start that one. Because not only will you have the money to fund it, you'll have you'll have the resources in terms of knowledge and experience to also back up that business and try to stop it from landing flat on its face. And ultimately, you'll just give your million dollar idea a lot better of a shot at making you a million dollars. So do that. Okay. And just just to completely reiterate what I'm saying is that you do not have to come up with a new idea. You do not have to do something different than what's already being done. You just you basically just have to find a way to make it better, if anything. And sometimes you don't even have to do that. Sometimes you just have to take the same product and put it towards a different niche. Sometimes you have to just take something that's not exactly foolproof and just fix like one of the issues that's wrong with it. It's insane what you can do. Okay, a lot of entrepreneurs that I follow, they started doing Alex Becker himself. He started with SEO services. SEO services were not new. He just saw that you could sell them to businesses. So he started selling them to businesses. Okay, I'm, I'm doing sales funnels and we like website building, that kind of thing. That's not new. There are like a million people out there doing drop shipping stores and a whole bunch of them are making some sort of success out of it. That's, that's not a new idea. Okay. That's arguably becoming very oversaturated, but people are still finding ways to do it. Amazon FBA, all that. You do not have to come up with something revolutionary. You just have to do you, like, it, it, it actually makes more sense to find something that's already working. You know, it's already selling that people are already buying and just, bringing your own and learning how to sell and learning how to put it in front of the right audiences and learning how to do all that and actually make sales. Okay. At the end of the day, sales is what matters. 
right? If you can, if you have the world's best idea, you know, you have this invention. It's the best invention of the world. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it does. It cures cancer or something. But well, hopefully, if it does that, you can sell it just by saying that it does. But let's just say you can't sell that thing. But then, on the other hand, for some reason, you have you know this SEO business that you're just you're just really persuasive and really good at selling SEO. Well, then go and sell that because at the end of the day, what's going to happen if you if you can sell a million dollars in a non-original idea and you can sell zero dollars in a very original idea? Personally, I'd prefer to to do the million dollars in sales with an unoriginal idea. I just would. Okay, so that's that's some setup. Okay, don't focus on the idea so much as you're focusing on the sales. So sales are what are going to make you money, and money is what's going to make your business successful. Okay, that's that's the thing. So I want to touch on this other huge, huge, huge topic, which I've already kind of touched on, but I want to get more into it. Shark Tank is taking entrepreneurs that don't have a lot of experience, and they're handing them a ton of of debt. That's what they're doing. They're handing they're, they're they're handing you a bunch of debt. Okay, and this this more so just is like an extension of the last point I made. But they're handing you a whole ton of debt. That first of all, you don't have a lot of experience, so you probably don't know what to do with it. You probably don't know how to handle debt. And super important, you probably don't understand that you didn't need to take on any debt in order to like do this. So Shark Tank is kind of, I, I, I don't like Shark Tank in that sense. I really don't. I don't like seeing an entrepreneur come into the tank, say, oh, I need this amount of money for like 25, 30, 50% of my business. Because it's like, you really don't need to be giving that much away. What you'd be much better off doing, and I've said this, I've been saying this the whole time, but what you'd be much better off doing is starting a smaller business first. You'll get experience, you'll get knowledge, and you'll get cash. And then once you have the cash, you don't need to take on debt. You'll already know what you're doing you'll have a much better chance of succeeding with the experience that you already have. That's very important. So if you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur or you're running a small business or something, if I have any keys of advice to you right now, it is to try to do whatever you can to not take investor money when you're starting your business. You really don't have to if you can just start a lower cost business for yourself. That can All you have to do for your first business or your first successful business, just try to get something that can kind of replace your salary, right? If you're if you're working right now and doing a business on the side, start growing a business. Once that business can replace your salary, keep going at it for a couple of months until it's a little bit over your salary, and then use like reinvest your money into other businesses, and then those businesses will grow, and then reinvest that money into you know just keep working your way up until you get to that to that million dollar idea business you have. You know, do the island hopping. You go you go from this island you know, which is your job to the next island, which is being able to, you know, cover your bills. Okay. Which, which by the way, that's, that's another just tip real quick. If you are starting a business and don't know, like really when to make the transition from working and doing your business on the side to just doing your business full time, it's when you can pay your bills. Like that's the time you should do it is when you can cover your bills. But, um, yeah, do your, do your island harping from where you are now to the next, to the next, to the next and do it that way. Don't just dive head first into the shark infested waters and get yourself eaten alive and do it that way. That that doesn't sound smart, now does it? Okay. It also goes and shows all of these, you know, malleable young minds and inspires all these entrepreneurs to start uh, trying to sprint before they can walk. Right? It really does. It does. That's just that's what it does. That's what Shark Tank does. It tells them like, oh, you've got this idea. We're gonna give you some money because we're gonna take a piece of your business, and you have no idea what you're doing with it. 
that's why we're giving you money because we're we're giving you money so that you can give us a lot more money back, give up a piece of your business forever, and we'll do some of the heavy lifting for you because you do not know what you're doing. You do not know how to walk yet. We're already sprinting, so we'll just sprint for you because and give you a little bit of money right now. So you can kind of learn how to sprint, right? Most of the entrepreneurs that go on to Shark Tank are beginner-level entrepreneurs. They really are. Sometimes they're like eight years old, which that in and of itself just tells you that they're a beginner. And most of them are also just... look It's the idea thing. Most of them just had an idea, and they're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, no. No. Okay, that's not how it is. That's not really how it works. I still don't really consider myself an entrepreneur yet. I definitely want to be, and I definitely will be one at some point, but I'm still definitely in the learning phase, even at the point that I'm at. And yeah, people go on a shark tank and the sharks say, oh, hey, we'll give you money and we'll kind of help you run your business too. You know, you, you get to leverage our experience in your business. Like that's, that's kind of the idea behind shark tank that lets you do it. And I don't think it's a very good idea. Okay. It's just like working out which Alex Becker also said, it's like working out. If you go into the, if you go into the gym, you're some person that's never worked out a day in your life, right? You go into the gym, you put 300 pounds on the bench press and you start trying to lift it. Are you going to be able to lift it? No, you're not. You're not going to be able to lift it. Okay. That's what Shark Tank is kind of like. Okay. Shark Tank is taking these weak entrepreneurs that can't lift that 300 pound bar. And they're saying, Oh, here, give me a piece of your company and I'll come over here and lift that bar for you. That's, that's, that's what they're saying. That's what they're doing. They're just, Oh gosh, it is awful. They're persuaded to take illogical risks, okay? I'm not against risk-taking. I'm not. You have to take risks in order to be an entrepreneur. But you can take illogical risks. You can take calculated risks. You can weigh your options before taking a risk. You can say, this is what's going to happen if I don't. This is what, or this is what's going to happen if it fails. This is good. what's going to happen if it succeeds. Okay, you can find risks probably where the success is like 10 times greater than the amount you'll lose so take those risks. Those are the ones you want to take. And learn how to do it yourself. Okay, train. Train like you would if you were going to the gym. Don't try to lift 300 pounds on the first day. You know, lift what you're capable of. And then eventually you work your way up to the 300 pounds. But for today, lift, you know, start right from scratch. Don't sprint before you can walk. Okay, that's... That doesn't fly with me. So, don't spread before. Yeah, okay, all that good stuff. So anyway, I'm getting kind of, kind of into the end of this now. There's one last thing that Alex talks about in his video, and I'm going to really talk about in this one because it is probably the the most annoying thing to me and to a lot of people that I listen to or follow on the internet that are entrepreneurs, and that is. <laughs> That is the uh, the luck-based system of business. People on Shark Tank, Shark Tank can easily give you the impression that whether or not you're successful in a business is based on luck. I'm just going to let that sink in. That makes absolutely no sense to me anyway. I've had people argue with me in person before that it does have to do with luck. Okay, they say like, well, something could happen. You know, there is unforeseeable futures and stuff. And yes. There are. Okay, the future isn't predictable, but that's not what I consider luck. I don't consider it unlucky for some weird turn of events to happen or anything like that. I consider that to be something that you should be prepared for. 
and you should have taken the right steps to prepare for. And even even if some disaster happens to your business, right? That's not you getting unlucky if you don't choose to let it sink your ship. If you like people have run into those kinds of hardships. People have become quote unquote unlucky. Okay, Russell Brunson is another one of the entrepreneurs I talked about yesterday. He owns ClickFunnels. At some point when he was building his business, he uh he hired a bookkeeper to do his bookkeeping. He was he was very short on cash. He was just not financially doing very well during his bookkeeping time, right? So one day he had his father come in to audit his company. And they found out that their bookkeeper was just not paying the company's taxes because they couldn't afford to if they wanted to keep the business running. And his father, you know, told him that night, he said, basically, like, I don't know how to tell you this. You haven't been paying your taxes. And that's not something they just like find you for. Like you could go to jail, right? That's, well, first of all, that's not unlucky because he just wasn't paying his taxes. You can you know, just just finding out that you were breaking the law isn't unlucky. It was it was you breaking the law. But also like Russell himself, honestly, it wasn't very much his fault. It was his fault, you know, in a in a sense for hiring a bookkeeper that would do that. But for the most part, it was the bookkeeper's fault for not keeping up and not paying the taxes. But anyway, my point is, my point is I'm talking about luck here. So my my ultimate point is that you can't blame these bad turnovers. You can't blame bad luck for the reason your business is failing. Because if you get knocked off the horse, you just got to get up and get back on. Okay, if you lose everything and I had to start over, you should know how to do it. I'm actually, I have this very, very cool book right next to me that I haven't gotten the chance to read through. It's not really a read through kind of book, but um, it's from Russell Brunson and the uh, ClickFunnels team. It is part of the uh, 30 days challenge that they did, which was very, very awesome, by the way. I recommend I recommend ClickFunnels to everybody because these events and challenges and all that kind of stuff that they do, very useful, very smart, very helpful. So I can say about that. But this 30 days book that I have right here, what he did was he went around. He has, he has in his company, he has the two comma club, which is what he uses you know, it's a club you get inducted into if you use ClickFunnels in your business and you've made a million dollars using ClickFunnels in your business. Okay, that's what the two comma club is. Okay, and he asked 30 of his two comma club members that if they lost their whole business, they lost everything, they lost all their money, they lost everything, you know, and they had 30 days to get their lives back on track to, to draw out a blueprint of what they would do over the course of those 30 days in order to get their life back on track. And every single one of them was able to come up with a blueprint, use it because the only thing they didn't lose was their knowledge and experience, right? So they all came up with a, with a blueprint of how to get back to being millionaires within 30 days from that. Because, you know, in some weird turn of events like that, those are the people that are not just going to sit around and say, oh, well, I I'm, guess I can't be successful in business because I wasn't lucky. They're going to, you know, they're going to, gear up and they're going to start their business over again and they're probably going to do even better than they did the first time. Okay, they're going to they're going to do it that way. They're going to they're going to work and they're going to make their life. You know, they're they are going they're in the driver's seat of their own life and a lot of people don't want to do that nowadays. They don't want to control their own lives. Okay, they don't they want to assign blame to everybody. I I always say I I definitely heard this somewhere, but I always say assigning blame is the same thing as admitting that you don't 
know how to control your own life or that you don't control your own life. So as soon as you assign blame to someone, you're saying it's their fault. You're saying this happened because of them. You're really just saying, I had no control over the situation and it depended on what that person did. And that's why I hate it. I completely uh, believe and am in the mentality that I control my own life. If, if I die poor, it's my fault, all that kind of stuff. Because it's true. That's what it is. If you control your own life, then you can't blame anybody else for what happens to you. And you can't blame luck for what happens to you, most of all. Okay, so if you're if you're an unlucky person, then, you know, that's unfortunate, I guess. But, you know, if you put your head down, if you do the work, and if you do the work right, then luck is not going to play a factor in your business. Business is not luck-based. It, it, it does, believe it or not, have something to do with what you do. You know, it doesn't... It, you, you don't have to have the right idea in the right place at the right time in order to be successful in business. And that's kind of the, that's kind of what, what Shark Tank pushes across. You know, they, they say like, oh, this person had a good idea and it's a good time to have that idea. So they're going to go be successful in business. Now, if you really want to be successful in business, first of all, you're going to have that idea because you're going to think about it until you do. Second of all, that's just, that's not really how it works. It's really not. You can have a totally boring, old, already done a million times idea and you can have it almost any time you want in any place and as long as you can sell you and make it work that's all you have to do all you, all you have to do is get some cash coming in you got to get some cash flow into your business cash flow cash flow cash flow okay that's that's what you got to do guys so let me sum it all up real quick shark tank there's a uh shark tank gives out they kind of promote an idea of uh doing a low chance huge risk business you know they want you to swim through the shark infested waters instead of hopping around the islands and going the safe way to a business i think that's an awful idea i think it's a very much better idea if you just start other businesses in order to fund your big business and fund yourself and don't go into debt and all that kind of thing um they like to they don't like to push it i'm not blaming the sharks for this but it does give off the idea or just it gives people ideas and then they focus on the ideas instead of the sales again if you have the best idea and can't sell it you're worthless if you have the least original idea in the world and you can sell the ever living shit out of it then you're golden okay you're in business that's all it takes that's all you got to do okay um they are giving huge debt to entrepreneurs that don't have experience and they're putting investors in the business. I, I, I feel like there are on very certain specific occasions that taking an investor is not the worst idea in the world, but I'm going to say nine times out of 10, you're better off trying to make those smaller businesses and trying to invest in your own businesses and invest in yourself and then starting your business from there. When you're the one with the experience, you're the one with the knowledge, you're the one with the money and fund your businesses that way. I totally don't think that there's any reason that you have to take on debt or have to take an investor, okay? And I would recommend that you don't if you're trying to start a business, okay? And lastly, Shark Tank uh, pushes out, you know, they put this concept out into the world that when you're in business, you should try, you know, just going straight for it and sprinting before you can walk. Okay, and if you don't know how to sprint yet, then that's okay. The sharks will pay you some money. They'll take a huge chunk of your business. They'll do all the running for you. They'll do all the heavy lifting for you. You have to worry about it. And even if you watch the show, a lot of times they don't do that. They really just take a huge chunk of the business. They let you go and 
they just do enough so that they're getting a return on their money so that your business isn't failing, but they're still letting you learn through like little failures and things like that. So first of all, you're learning slower. They're making most of their turn, okay? Especially when they do the, the royalties and that kind of crap on there. Okay, they're when they're doing that kind of thing, they're just they are just taking your money. That is all they're doing. And lastly, they they give out this idea that business is luck based. Business is absolutely one hundred percent not luck based. If you think something unlucky happened to you or something lucky happened to you, then I mean if something lucky happens to you, then good for you. Don't let it go to your head and keep working on your business. If something unlucky happens to you, then stop whining about it and start doing something about it and go go be better than the last time that did it. Okay. All that being said, I do think Shark Tank is a pretty fun show to watch. I'm I'm not trying to like ruin their ratings or anything. I, I would recommend you go watch it. You'll learn what like words and stuff like that mean. And you'll know you'll you'll learn how the investing process works. You'll learn what equity is. You'll learn along all this cool stuff. Okay. You will learn kind of some things about business. I just don't think that you should take any lessons or advice from it when it comes to actually being an entrepreneur. You know, the 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 structure of Shark Tank I don't think is good. I don't think if you want to be an entrepreneur, there's any reason you have to go on a Shark Tank, show the world your idea and get an investor. Actually the best strategy you could have going on Shark Tank is going on for the for the recognition and the exposure. And I'll tell you what, these sharks will hate you if you do that. They will absolutely hate you. But sometimes I'm watching the show, which I love watching the show. I can't ex- I can't I can't express after hours just like trash talking it for the past half hour or so that I really love the show and I'm going to keep watching it and I want people to watch it and maybe you'll see some of the things I'm talking about. I'm not trying to tell you I don't watch it. I think it's good on TV, just it's good as TV, right? But the best thing you can do, I think, is like I always feel I always feel a little bit of like relief for the people that don't get investors because it's like you just got your thing on Shark Tank. A bunch of people saw it because they watched Shark Tank. A bunch of people are going to buy it now and they did not take any of your company. They didn't give you money. You're not in debt. You don't have only like 70% of your company or so. You are about to get 100% of whatever's coming your way. I think the exposure is the best thing Shark Tank has going for them. That being said, that wraps up this episode. I'm going to give you my social real quick because I want you to follow me on everything and I want you to get in touch with me and I want to connect with people. All that fun stuff. So, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at JustinRP56. If you want to follow my page on Facebook, it is called JustinRP, and the username handle is the same as Instagram. It is at JustinRP56. If you want to see my my little salty tweets that I put up all the time, you can follow me on Twitter at JJustinRP. Okay, so it's just JustinRP with a J, another J in front of it. And anything else that I might be forgetting, you can find on my website, justinrp.com or you can go to justinrp.com slash jrp-daily that is a website I'm in the works of at the time of recording this podcast that is specifically for this podcast so I'm sure I'm sure to have my social links around there somewhere for YouTube and everything else of that nature but that's all I've got for you today guys I'm going to wrap it up right here so I'll be back tomorrow